You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. It's easy for you to say. I'm your host, arescreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. I was, I was like, drinking and talking. I know. Talking. You were, were right. Uh, so this week, we got uh, Men in Black. This week, by the way, uh, probably the perfect storm of you haven't seen the movie yet. Because nobody went to see anything right, <laughs> right this weekend. I don't know what happened this weekend, but nobody wanted to go to the movies. I didn't even look at the final numbers, but uh, basically, if you're a movie that was released this weekend, yeah, you're gonna lose a lot of money. Yeah, you're for, you're dead in the water. <laughs> you're you're not coming back. Is it and, graduation uh, you stuff? Know, the you the think? one I couldn't think of was Shaft the other day. Cause, oh yeah, uh, that opened. Yeah, Shaft came out. Oh wow, I forgot about I that. I think made like hundred and forty dollars. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say hundred and forty million because I haven't seen the numbers yet either. Uh, yeah, I forgot late, that opened. Late night came out and yep. that crashed. That died anyway. Uh, like the last I saw early in the weekend, it had only made like ten million or something like that. And uh, this was the film to make any money this weekend. If you put it on paper yeah, in Men, front of me, I would have said this will make Men in Black one. Well, but still, right. If you get ten bucks and no one else got yeah, any, you're li- it's, yeah. Uh, it's still really low. Mm, I don't know weird. what the final numbers are, but it was really low. Um, and I think probably late night. There's something else too. Um, I don't know. Something else came out. I forgot about Shaft. Uh, but right. that was late night. Is probably the only movie that has a chance of actually making its money back because it didn't cost, didn't cost much, anything. Right? Right. But Men in yeah. Black uh, had a fairly significant budget yeah Uh, like they at one point you know they were thinking good things about this and then like we were just saying last week i think apparently they backed off because there was not a ton of yeah there was no no real push for advanced advertise i didn't even realize it was opening this weekend either like it just kind of everything everything seems like it's in another month yeah and yet here it is except for toy story Next week, right, which seems, <laughs> we know Toy Story seems, is coming. Uh, but I'm actually kind of little dialed out of the news, uh, dialed out of watching TV, uh, only watching a little bit of news, and they're not running spots for Toy Story on the news. So maybe it's right. actually being pushed. Yeah, on, it on is. Show. Okay, it I was going to say I'm, I've seen Toy Story everywhere. Okay, uh, in the in the last <laughs> couple of weeks, but even I'm kind of staying away from it. I don't want to see the trailers, even that it, just that dumb one that introduced everybody right. swinging out of to control. The but plastic I don't, uh, yeah, spork. This, yeah. right. Yeah, anyway, uh, but that's coming next week. That's going to obviously be huge. Men in Black, um, almost, it was like there were some early responses that were negative, and then all of a sudden it was like, all right, fine. (laughs) No one's going to see it. We're not going to advertise for it. I don't know. But if you're a huge Men in Black fan, uh, you've got something in store for you. Yeah. So before we jump into the movie, last week we were talking about what's coming up. Right. And uh, how there's nothing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apart from, I mean, Toy a Story. couple, yeah, a couple blips. And here and there. Uh, yesterday is coming in a couple weeks, um, but it's uh, it's a it's a weird kind of black hole for the next like two months, yeah. except for like your nichier things. Mm-hmm. There are there are some kind of niche things, but there aren't any gigantic releases. It makes sense that Toy Story is coming out now. I mean, that's a big thing. Yeah. Uh, But you would think that we would have some more stuff coming up. And actually, this whole year is practically a wasteland. There's like, (laughs) there's like the big (laughs) giant things that are the only things that can make money in the movies anymore. Yeah. (laughs) There's like Avengers and Toy Story and Frozen 2 is coming and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, stuff, the things that are. And I mean, The Lion King and Aladdin and uh, things that are kind of like, uh, you're just guaranteed right. to make tons Pull, of money. Yeah. You know, the Avengers movie, as much as I didn't like it, other people really liked it, it doesn't matter, right? It right. doesn't matter if it's good or bad. It doesn't matter what they do. It was going to make a billion dollars, right? right. Uh, but man, the rest of the year, 
other than that, I have not been, uh, you know, last year at this time, crushed this year at this time. Right. <laughs> and, and even looking forward to everything that's coming out, this is a weird year where I'm not looking forward to much. And, and there's there's not a lot of stuff that I think is I think is either going to make tons of money, or is the thing where uh, it's just locked in to be nominated for best picture or right. whatever. There's right. just it's a weird thing, and this is the year. So uh, anyway, somebody emailed us and asked us, uh, Julie, somewhere in Ohio, and I can't remember. All right, um, we like Ohio. <laughs> Uh, and, and actually, there were a couple other people uh, who commented about the fact that we said nothing was coming up, and so they were like, "Well, but what, what is this? coming up?" Yeah, okay, <laughs> like, right. So, so you're, uh, you're a bit more pessimistic. I looked at the upcoming stuff, but I'm, you know, I'm not psyched to see Child's Play under any circumstances. Even though I'm probably going to wind up seeing it, so like supporting all the horror films, but there are. There were some blips here and there, but I, I get what you mean. Usually when we looked at, and I'm still living in like the summer of 94, I guess. Right. You look at the list and you're like, that's a big blockbuster I want to see. That's the next one. Every week had like, for right, the summer, right. I had 12 films I really wanted to see. And that's not that's not the same effect that's going on. So I, I get what you mean there. Yeah, but, but it even, even like, you know, once you start getting towards October, yeah. there should be a lot of things... Yeah. To look forward to. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe, you know, there are some things, there are certainly like some, like I said, nichier things that people are going to be excited for, but not, you know, in general. I don't know. Yeah. But this is a year too, where uh, even starting in on like predicting stuff, like what (laughs) is going to be in the race for best picture. Yeah. You're always going to have those movies that are just Oscar bait type things, right? And people are going to... People are going to say, well, that's going to get nominated, even though they know nothing about it right, except who's right. in it. But this year, man, you are taking a crazy leap of faith because yeah. uh, even <laughs> some of the stuff that, you know, there's a couple like, you know, the Irishman. Right. Right. Is uh, it's a Scorsese movie. Done. And it has lots of people yeah. in it yeah. that are going to, you know, Command. guarantee it yeah. Oscar right. attention. And it's about mob stuff. So he's never know, done that before. You know, so boom. Right. <laughs> I mean, if he'd only had success in that genre. <clears throat> but apart from something like that, and, right. you know, maybe a couple of others, there are a lot of movies where uh, if you are talking about it being Oscar worthy or in Oscar right. contention, you are taking a lot on faith. Is there no Spielberg biopic? And Exactly. Because that's usually what you see, <laughs> you know, Spielberg biopic 2019. You're like, I don't even know who's in that <laughs> right. or what it's about or who it could Bet be. On that, but that's right. a, that's it a solid in. Does it make any yeah. difference? Yeah. Um, like for one, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. So I feel like yeah. that will be a movie that I will like. Right? Yeah. I don't know that I have any reason to believe that it's <laughs> right. going to be really good <laughs> right. or there's anything or that's going to yeah. be great about it. Yeah. But Tom Hanks is Mr. Rogers. Right. That's all you know. That's all you need to know. <laughs> what else do you, what else do you need to know? I need to know who plays Mr. McFeely. Mr. McFeely is going to make whatever. or break that film. Come I on. Need to, I need that's to all know I need to know. If there's actually any interesting story to it, especially since over the last couple of years, we have both been talking over and over about biopics that happen. Yeah. Right. right. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I've seen several in the last couple of years that I'm like, you know, I bet that guy's really interesting, whoever the thing's (laughs) about. Right. Right. But this ain't a movie. This is <laughs> this is just this following is just him around yeah. with a camera. And yeah, that doesn't make a movie, right? Yeah. I mean, that could be your documentary. That's avant garde or whatever. That's, yeah, that's that's real things. <laughs> but you still have to have some kind of a story, and especially yeah, especially some people who are who have managed to get biopics, and mm-hmm. not that Mister Rogers is in this category, but some people who have gotten biopics in the last few years where. You know, if I read a paragraph about him in the paper, that's all I that's needed. That's all I needed. I'm, I'm I didn't even now. need the full wiki page. I found out that Done. he did that, and now I'm Done. good, right? I don't need to is, know his whole life story. Is Tom Hanks one of the last, like, super reliables? 
like uh, I'm pretty sure he's you know, he's had a he's had only one know. or two like eh, movies. Uh, he's had several of those. Ah, not for me. He's had a lot of movies actually where if he's um, in it, I'm pretty especially much especially a variety of things where it really kind of. I don't know, brought him up mm-hmm. like back in the day. Yeah, like splash that time. I'm that I'm like, whatever. I mean, no, I mean okay. like big things like Philadelphia oh, okay. and like Forrest Gump. Uh, I don't for, like I, I didn't know. like any of the stuff that really kind of made him elevated. Yeah. Made him huge. Right. Like he was big anyway. Yeah. But really, really made him huge. I didn't like any of that stuff. Hmm. And um I mean, I've liked him in a lot of things, yeah. And he's really good in a lot of things. And the, you got stuff like Saving Private Ryan, where right. you know everyone in that movie was going to get bigger, right? If, and they were all big. I mean, anyway. most most of yeah, them were right, big most. anyway. But it's just such a thing, yeah. You know that movie, and it's sacred ground. You you can't speak ill right. of right. You anything can't make in the fun film. Of it. Right. You can't say no. you didn't like it. Uh, oh, there's a couple things where he he it, when he acts not when he acts when he's in a weird role, it's hit or miss. But when he's in a solid role that's reasonable, whether he's captain of a boat or captain of the Apollo mission or what, I mean, you know. Yeah, see, I didn't, usually I didn't in. love that movie. Oh, that's weird. I, it I was, really like that. It was okay. I didn't love that movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't give him a pass on being stuck in an airport for a whole movie. No, the terminal's rough. I, yeah. I, I, don't, right, I, know, I don't think I we needed that movie. And you didn't, movie. actually, now that I'm thinking about I this, I like Castaway. You didn't like uh, Bridge of Spies, which was probably the last thing we saw him in. Yeah. You know, you didn't, you were pretty tepid on the yeah. film itself. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I like Tom Hanks a lot there, more than you do. There, there's lots of stuff. I don't, like, I like him. He's amazingly but cool. I don't, but the roles are I don't love soft. a lot of the stuff right. that he does. And quite frankly, you know, I met him in Bosom Buddies and Me I too. thought he was way better doing comedy stuff yeah. than he has ever been doing right. drama stuff. Right. And, you know, I don't know, there's something about when you start out and you're in comedy and you're really good and all of a sudden you go like hardcore To correct drama. to the drop, yeah. Not even like just not comedies. No. But, but like Philadelphia and like sure, super sure. drama things. All of a sudden, everybody thinks you're better than you are, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Tom Hanks? I think we know right. you. Mark that's knows right. what you anyway. are. Uh, Sorry. So anyway, people are going to be talking about that for an Oscar. Um, And then you've got like weird things too, like Gemini Man, which is, um, I'm curious about that. I feel like it could be good. Uh, Yeah. It's Ang Lee, who Mm -hmm. for me is the most hit or miss. Way hit or miss. Right. Like I either really like him or I really hate him. Yep. Um, And and then it's Will Smith, right, Mm -hmm. who could easily ruin your movie. And that's that's it, a good way to you put know, it. You know, he's the same thing, yeah. actually. Uh, you know, when you try to be funny and you're mm-hmm. doing comic stuff at first, and then all of a sudden you make some serious stuff, and then everyone goes, oh, look how good he is. Right, look like, at his range. If that would have just been a random person. Right. Nothing. They, yeah, nothing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he but he can be really good. He can um, be. So he, he could make it. But it's an interesting concept of it a movie. Is. I like that one. That uh that's the one where if it hits people the right way, yeah, it's gonna get like a lot of attention. Right. But if it doesn't, and it might not be because it's not good. Right. It just that's doesn't the thing. it just doesn't for whatever hit, reason right. hit people the right way. Yeah. Uh and then you've got uh some other movies. I mean there's tons of movies that people would be talking about, but you've got like mm-hmm. The Laundromat, which is uh it's Steven Soderbergh. Mm-hmm. And it's about I'm in. It's about finding a bunch of documents that prove a bunch of rich political people were laundering money or whatever. Yeah. And so, you know, boom, you don't need to know anything about that movie no. either. Everyone's no. just gonna say, Oh yeah, that should be an Oscar. Like uh, I mean, half right. the voting's done. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, it's true. Before anyone has seen the movie, I'm okay. Soderbergh gets that <clears throat> because it's it's about reality ish stuff, yeah. Right, and right. it's super dramatic, yep. and it's taken down rich political people. Hey, that's the season. I mean, you're you're good you're to in. go. It you're doesn't in. matter if right. it's any good, especially for the liberal Hollywood elite, right? So, right, yeah. And and then uh, there are more of those too, actually. There's because yeah. there's like. Uh, not, not that it's exactly like that, but it's you know Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, people are going to think that's awesome just because ooh right. look real right. stuff whatever who yeah. knows. 
And uh, there's another one where I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's um, the women and Roger uh, Ale Ales. Ailey's? Ailes. No, it's, yeah, I know. Um, uh, it's the whole standing up to the Yeah, the whole Fox problem. Yeah. So, boom. Um, that's good. Right. God, <laughs> I can't remember the name of that either. I know what you mean. And it doesn't matter if that's good either. Yeah. And it that's a right. movie where it's going to be, if it does what it hopes it's going to do, right, yeah. it's going to make itself impervious to people not liking it. Right, you know, right. it's it's like it'll insulate. It's it like enough. precious. Yep, because right. you're not allowed to not Boy, like you it love because precious. If, you, if you don't like that movie, get then the hell out you're of here, a bad person. Yeah, you anyway. are. Yeah, right. Uh, but then you have a couple of weirder things like uh, the woman in the window, mm-hmm. which is Joe Wright movie. So that's odd yeah. and interesting. Um, and it's Amy Adams, Gary Oldman, a couple other big names. Um, but it's. It's basically like rear window. I was just gonna say that's it's, a that's a real loose or maybe it's purposeful Hitchcock remake. She's just like agoraphobic, right? And yeah, she yeah. sees something, right? Okay. Yeah. I want to make she, sure. I so she it. doesn't have a broken leg. She's just she's agoraphobic. just agoraphobic, right? And she starts watching the new neighbors. Yeah. Uh, you know, spying on them from her window, whatever. Right. And you know, hilarious. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> uh, and then you've got Little Women, which is uh, yep. being done by Greta Gerwig. So. That okay. movie, so I, I feel like it. that movie's got a lot of different directions that it has to contend with. Yep, both positive and negative. You know, uh, there's you got plenty of people don't need another Little Women remake, right? <laughs> um, but then you've got plenty of people who want one every third year, right? And then uh, Greta Gerwig is kind of riding high. And off maybe her last maybe movie, if they're gonna so. make one, I might slide Greta Gerwig in that role and be like, let's see what she does, right? Because right. this couldn't be that bad. Because it uh, it's at you least going to be uh, some kind of different take. Yeah, on it'll be yeah than just uh, you know it's Chris not going to be sh- shoot by the numbers, right? <laughs> they, yeah, she'll have she'll money. have stuff to say. Yeah, so she'll do something. So that is some stuff that's coming out that yeah. is going to be good. Um, apart from, you know, this might be a year, this is a weird thing, but this is such a weird year in movies. Um, this one is really, I think going to come down to like the end of November Mm -hmm. before anyone really has any kind of, uh, front runner type thing. Yeah. A lot of these movies, in fact, all the movies I think that we just mentioned, except the Irishman. Right. The Irishman is just locked. That's a guarantee. Right? Don't even nothing yeah. matters. Um, right. But the rest of these movies, I think, are going to uh, really depend on what happens when they release mm-hmm. and who's talking about them and uh, what critics uh, rave on them and kind of like public opinion, even a little is, bit is going <clears throat> to how much people are talking about it. Yeah. And usually that's at least had a first run long before the end of November. Right. 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 This is such a weird year that it's going to, it's, it's just a come sprint. down big. Right. Yeah. And it's going to be who is talking about everything and who loves things. Yeah. <clears throat> and this could be like the year with toy story and frozen mm-hmm. uh, where there's a animated movie that's in real in the, serious contention right. for winning best picture. Right. Because, even some of these movies that are really oh, there's another one too actually I forgot um, the report uh, which I can't remember Adam Driver's in it but I can't remember the story hmm. but it's another one of those you know real life baity thing things that, yeah whatever. right I think it's huh. I think that's the one that is the post nine eleven. Uh, the CIA oh, starts yeah. really interrogating yeah people. yeah yeah that's it yeah. that's the one so that's one that's. Uh, you know, yeah, that, that has be, a chance. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. Um, that has, you know, big people they, in it too. They like him. Yeah. <clears throat> and and that's about the right thing. Right. But but this is a year where any of these movies that you might think have a strong chance could fall away to nothing. Right. And and have no shot at all. Because it's just it's a weird split. Things are mm-hmm. kind of niche, even <clears throat> yeah. if they're big enough. There are things that are kind of like battling each other yeah you know i mean you don't want to have three different 
<laughs> newspaper movies come out right. the same year. They or always whatever, do, though. Right? But <clears throat> and you're right. It's weird this time. You know, it's it's strange to think that we are not only in June, but we're nearing the end of June. Like this this half year has just vanished. But there's often something already released that's kind of like, well, maybe that's going to stick around. That might have legs. The I, I can't the think of only a thing, thing off the top of my the head. The only thing that got? has come out uh, the first half of the year that I think can last and have serious chance at attention is us. Even though right. I'm not in favor of that happening. Right. <clears throat> but right. he just sure. has everyone loving him and, uh, yeah. you know, same as drinking with, the Kool-Aid. With the last yeah. movie. And people are still going to be yeah, talking that's about true. that. And he, and he is... That's uh, a good point. I was thinking of films I like. He is like the perfect, in the perfect spot that... Uh, people aren't going to forget it. You know, it doesn't matter yeah. what time of year it comes out. Mm-hmm. People are going That's to true. make sure and it's bring true. that back up. So, yeah. So who knows what will happen yeah, there? If everything, if everything else is a dud. Right. Then you've got, you can always fall might, back on. Yeah. yeah he might find himself in a pretty good yeah. position. Uh, anyway, but I am really scared. Usually uh, I can pick like, five movies right right and knowing what's coming out and going probably all five of those movies are going to be in my top 10 list Mm -hmm. like i haven't seen them yeah doesn't matter but i know who's directing i know what it's about i know who's starring in a lot of these movies i have no idea yeah i could easily hate the irishman because that's just my mob movie thing right i I was just gonna Uh, say you've got and i'm not completely in love with scorsese anyway but How dare you? But all of these movies, like especially stuff like Gemini Man, yeah. this Laundromat one, I like Soderbergh, but when I don't like him, I don't like That's him. That's the thing. So. He's a taste. He's kind of like Ang Lee. Yeah. When I like it, and I've liked Soderbergh's films more often than I've not, and when I love them, I, when I like them, I love them. Like, I'm really into it. But when they just don't land for whatever reason, I mean, what was the, was it was Soderbergh that did that horrible bank heist, the nascar heist film right, that i can't even right. block from my memory i loathe that film <laughs> and it's got everybody in it that i love it's got all kinds of things that are trying to do something that i want potential daniel too. craig playing out of character you know uh, adam you know it just it is absolutely just a train wreck of ideas from a guy who i i look at most of his films and go yeah if i had to make the top 100 of the decade he's gonna be all through this thing right right but man when he tanks it it sucks. Gemini Man, it's funny you brought it up because I'd forgotten uh, that it was actually called Gemini Man. But I remember thinking when I heard the synopsis of it, which is uh, it's basically Will Smith is an old hitman who has got a hit out on him by a clone of him, by a, by a, a younger, younger version of younger himself. Younger clone of and himself, And I'm like, yeah. that's great. Come come around October, that's all I need for Looper again. Like right. if it's done right, it could be really surprisingly fun. But... Um, I forget about the other things. I, I'd forgotten about the report. You know, as soon as you started saying Adam Driver and everything else, that kicked in. And I, I'm pretty sure Tom Hanks in a biopic, you know, about Mr. Rogers yeah. who's around gonna, the holidays. Who's I mean, say who bad are you going to be? Yeah. I kind of want to see it. I, I don't want to see it tank. I'm not that negative about it. But a part of me wants to see you hate it just to have you come out at Christmas and be like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, just to Santa see, Claus just to see the, uh, just to get the mail. Yeah, that'd be cool. But anyway, right. speaking of email, that's great. I mean, I love it when we get email. And yeah. you know, Ohio's fine. Everywhere else is fine. Ohio's fine. Ohio's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we get email be from anywhere. It could be all right. They could do some things. <laughs> they got some. They got some stuff they, they can c- pick up. They could improve. But uh, yeah, no, I love it when we get email. That's a blast. Uh, all right, so Men in Black. Um, Men, Men in, in Black, Black International, International sir. Yeah, that's don't, right. Don't, don't mess that up. Don't you confuse the uh, global scope of this. Right. Um, right let me get this so, down. you know, this... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was so... I was actually kind of bummed going into this movie. Going into it? Yeah, before okay. before even starting, just because nobody would really tell me why we had to make another one of these movies. Like, there was nothing about yeah. the... All the trailers I saw were really desperate to not let you know what the movie's about or right. why it exists or yeah. why we're coming back here. Anything about the plot, mm-hmm. you know? 
all they do is uh, flash their light at you, put on sunglasses, mm-hmm. look at weird aliens, and say, look at all the guns that come out of my car. Right. But they wouldn't say anything about there being a plot. Yeah. We knew that uh, Hemsworth mm-hmm. was uh, kind of a weird, slackery version of a men in black. Right. I guess. I, I suppose. That's what we were supposed <clears throat> to find out. That's how they run the international. And we knew that uh, we had the woman who infiltrated them, who found them. Yeah. Uh, Tessa Thompson. Because. Tessa. Thompson. Because whatever. Because, right. Because <laughs> she could. That's because how good she, she is. she did something. Right. right. And uh, followed them around. Who knows? But um, but it's hard to go into a movie like that. It's hard to. Uh, it's been so long. I don't even remember how long it's been. But it must be like twenty years since the first one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, ninety nine, ninety eight. Yeah, it's right. It's been like a long time. Yeah. And now to suddenly come back to a series and not try to tell people why it's coming. Right. Not say, you know, not have some connection to the other movies and say something about it. Right. And say, you know, and have something in your trailer like, you know, God, throw me a bone. And then right. here's the crazier part is never does it in the movie itself. Right. Which, spoiler alert. Right, right. You just <laughs> you just assume that everything's been going on all this time. And, yeah. There's just got to be something we have to reference the other people in some way other than there's a picture of them on the wall right. in the office of whoever the director or whoever and, and <laughs> yeah and the worst part of that for me uh is you know it doesn't make much difference until you get like halfway through the movie and then you kind of think about it but mm-hmm. We have no way to know what kind of time we're supposed to be in right you know is this this could be like months after the events of the other movies it could be the 20 years that right. it really is since there's been movies yeah were all these people 10 when the other stuff was happening right. or right. are they somehow supposed to be in this you know it's yeah. just it's a weird thing to have a franchise just distance itself from itself right and not want to have anything anyway and it's so, not and it's not based on the fact that the last film was like something to embarrassingly forget or overlook either like there is enough threads here to tie into all these things and even if it wasn't that just the knowledge outside of the film like sometimes i'm like well they're making a spider-man movie because they're about to lose the license if they don't right or james bond has to be made within a window because the broccoli family you know or that's it and and that's why sometimes you see a rushed production or people are just hesitant but in this it was just like yeah let's just do this it was like you know throwing a dart yeah. At a wall. Because there really seemed to be no impetus or no yeah. inspiration for it. Otherwise, then it's just like, maybe it's time. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I thought it was weird. I thought at least have like some aliens from the other movies mm-hmm. that are like still around or right. have some side character or have some explanation of what happened mm-hmm. in the last movie and where we are now from that or something. I don't know. Nothing. I don't know. But the movie and, and adding to the weirdness of that, right? The movie shows you stuff that happened a long time ago. It starts by (laughs) showing you, right? uh, It's, it's got um, Liam Neeson Mm -hmm. and Hemsworth going into like this attack thing. Then it's got, uh, our our female men in black yep. guy girl girl i mean because whatever right sure <laughs> um we see her as a little kid yeah and that's how she gets into the thing mm-hmm. so we're starting out the movie going you know 10 years ago or whatever mm-hmm. whatever it is and and you know that's fine for liam neeson right but Chris Hemsworth looks exactly the same. Yeah. They yep. don't even do anything. They don't even try. They didn't even try. <laughs> Not even the tiniest Different hairs. Like, yeah, no what? hairstyle, no nothing, just... Yeah, no. <clears throat> they don't do anything for that. So anyway, um, all of that <laughs> is really just to say that I had kind of weird expectations. I, and, yeah. and so the original Men in Black is not the greatest movie that ever happened, but I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. The second one I didn't really love. Uh, the second one was kind of like, all right, fine, we got a sequel. The second one basically was like average for a sequel, which right. means it wasn't that great. Right. But you're fine with it. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
but I really liked the first one. Yeah. Um, and this, man. So anyway, all of that is just I had low expectations going right. into this. And uh, the movie pretty much met all of my expectations. It hit, it hit, you, it hit right? you well with that, yeah. It, uh, it, yeah, it uh, served to convince me that I know how to have <laughs> expectations or whatever. <laughs> right. um, I have to say, uh, going into this, that there were parts that were fun. I didn't feel like anything about the movie was uh, trying to capitalize on my stupidity. It, right. it was just it was just not good. It wasn't right. horrible and thought I was dumb for showing up or whatever. And uh had that little Pawnee guy, man. So that little Pawnee guy rocked. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um even when the movie uh, here's how good that character was, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that little weird. Even when they have the dumbest things happen, right? Like they're uh they get stuck in the desert, right? Right. Even when they have stuff like that that happened, I was like, ah, but we get to watch him. Right. He'll do talk something for a while. For a bit, and I'm like, right. all right, fine. Yeah. Which that whole part basically just makes no sense at all. Um, <laughs> like, how could they get stuck in the desert? I don't, right. I don't know. Anyway, that part was all goofy. We had to like fix a motorcycle. There was somebody, somebody bet somebody. They're like drawing little pieces of paper out of a hat. Right. Going, Where are they going to be? Include this in your movie. Right. Somebody Underwater. Somebody fixing a motorcycle. Desert. Right. Or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, With mystery so we wood. stuck it in. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I gave the movie uh, three and a half. Oh. And uh, I I can't recommend anyone go see it because <laughs> it's just a waste of time. And, yeah. there's, and even the part that's cool is not good enough. Uh, but I managed to not completely hate it but that that's like as good as it could be i'm i'm glad that i saw it and got to see the little pawnee guy yeah but other than that ugh, i just i couldn't stand it it's uh it was fun and like i'll tell you so my son liked it yep but he, i don't know if he's seen the first two movies and he didn't seem completely sure if he saw the first movie yeah um and you know, I guess if you can just have fun with it, but I couldn't, and and I wish that I could because that would be more like the first movie, right? Yeah, it's not like the first movie makes a lot of sense or is some great story or anything, right? But and and probably has as many things wrong with it as this one does, really. If I went back and watched it again now, nah, I I, you know, being, I don't know. You'd be too forgiving. But it's, it's pretty solid. But it has lots of stuff that's really fun, <laughs> yeah. and lets you not care right. about anything that might go wrong because yeah. you're having so much fun, right? And this one, I mean, I was bored most of the yeah. time. Liam Neeson appears, <laughs> right? Right, and uh, in like the first minute. Mm-hmm. of the movie or whatever, all of a sudden you go, oh, I didn't know Liam Neeson was in this even, right? <laughs> right. Liam Neeson appears and you go, well, he's the bad guy. I get... <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's just, it's so it's like the way they. Obvious. It's like the way they light him. They're and like, everything that happens in the movie is just so ridiculously obvious and, mm-hmm. and like laughably straightforward, right? Yeah. I mean, even the... Uh, so there are these uh, huge... Well, they're not huge, but they're these weird bad guys that right. look like they're the universe. I think that's why like huge popped into my mind. Probably. Because yeah. At, Subliminal it, at programming. A, at a certain point in their, <laughs> I guess, natural state yeah. of what they look like, right. they look like you're just looking at a picture at of galaxies. the universe. Yeah. Right. Which is the hive is which yeah. is about as lazy as you could be, right? Yeah. But even um so I'm gonna totally spoil the movie. Do it. So <laughs> it was either gonna be you or me. Right, so might as well be you for once. Get ready for that if you don't want the movie <laughs> yeah. to be spoiled. I don't even know if it counts as spoiling the movie, actually. But uh, even when we first see when we first see them, you're like, "All right, so those are some bad guys." And now there's this hive thing and stuff, right? By the time you get to like the second time you see them, you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, they're not the bad guys." Right? I mean, it's just it's so clear. It's if so, you've seen everything, any film, everything yeah. that happens, ev- the way that they do. Like everything in yeah. the, in the movie is uh, is just trying to tell you what's happening, right? And it's it's weird. Anyway, yeah. so I gave it three and a half. It's funny after we watched the film, and I went home. Um, 
I was just killing time before going to bed and Men in Black 2 was on. And I'm sitting there and I fire it up and I'm like, well, I feel like after having just seen the third, well, the fourth, not because there was a third one, I forget. After having just seen that, I don't know if I really want to take more Men in Black in, but I started watching it. And even though you said you you didn't like it, and I know it's it's not an incredible sequel and it's not an amazing movie, but it's still... It's still when you've just watched International, this thing's like an Oscar winner. I'm watching it, and it's not just that there's a rapport or a chemistry between Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. It's that there's a rapport between the story and the story. Like, there's something actually there that they're trying to do, and it doesn't feel like a bunch of cut scenes, or there's a, there's a definite part of this film, once you establish the initial Eiffel Tower scene with Hemsworth and Neeson and then you see Tessa Thompson as a little kid to set up you know her motivator and the MacGuffin that goes on later once you get those things out of the way the moment that she tries to encapsulate what Will Smith did in the first movie by running down an alien they didn't know was an alien which impresses everyone because you know you can't do that on foot those guys are quick right right they got the reversible knees they jump like grasshoppers all this stuff once you once you re-engineer everything that she does for the next 15 or 20 minutes, I, I just felt like I had a PlayStation controller in my hand. Yeah. The way that the story is told, the way that the events unfold, the brisk pace that they show you these things is all just like the introductory level of Men in Black the game. Right. And it's weird that I say that. I feel like I say that a bunch, but I feel like a lot of films that aren't trying to be the Irishman, that are summer films, the films that I really love, they they kind of do this thing now that is kind of video game playing, which is kind of annoying more than it's pleasing to me. And I love video games. I said all that away to say I had more fun watching 20 minutes of Men in Black 2 than I did Men in Black International. I came so close to just giving this a zero. I'm going to give it one because you're right. There's a part in the middle of the film that finally just starts doing good things repetitively instead of cut scene to show me something else to ignore something else that plot wise doesn't make any sense. Pawnee, uh, was it, uh, um, Kamal Nanjani? I think, yeah, he's great. He, he almost single-handedly, even though what he does is, is I'm not going to belittle what he did because he's the best part of the whole film for me and he's in it thankfully enough to not be super annoying but he's in it enough as the film goes on and he has a reasonable role in it which makes sense too he's the thing that saves this even though there are points in the film where it's almost like he just says well your mama like and and if i'm amused at that kind of thing then i'm so far below my expectations like you i didn't really have any expectations except that it would be what the first film's were which is just kind of fun and playful and breezy and popcorn stuffing summer films that show nuances of kind of playful thoughtfulness here and there and just old-fashioned like not to sound really silly but fun you know we'll have we'll have certain things that happen and and it'll be extravagantly fun because you don't know the veneer behind it. We'll peel it back a bit, and all oh, the cab drivers an alien. And well, doesn't that make sense? All cab drivers are weird. Well, most of them are. <laughs> right. And the way they address them in the earlier trilogy of films, especially in one of the most famous scenes, is you know, Jay gets back. He's looking at this big screen that covers the world, and they're showing all these aliens that they're talking to. And turns out a couple of them are celebrities. Right. And they're like, "Well, there's more of those than you'd imagine." And he's like, "Well." I that makes sense, actually, because some of them are really weird. I started watching the film, and by the time they get ready to leave headquarters in London, I had this weird feeling, because I didn't know much about the film, that it was Ghostbusters again. Right. That it, what it was was a tracing of what the original was, but we're just going to throw a new cast in it. But the scene where she's you know, looking at the screen, and they have celebrities on there, and she's like, oh, I didn't know he was an alien. And I'm like... Yeah, originally it was Michael Jackson, and now it's, I'm not going to ruin any of it, but I'm like, oh, good. You get to rush through all these things where you get your weapon, you get your suit, you get all these things, and it just feels like a carbon copy of a carbon copied copy of the original, and it's it's not original, it's not inventive, it's not fun. The movie would get more 
respect out of me if it was trying to be arrogant. Like if it was just like, we know this is great. It doesn't. It feels kind of ignorant. Yeah. Like it never made me feel like it was calling me stupid, but it did make it feel like I had to be stupid to still be sitting here enjoying what I could have easily seen better at home on cable. Right. So my my big, you know, my big thing that I worked up to is, you know, to tie it into a movie's, you know, moment is I wish that there was the option to neuralize me and forget this friggin' movie. <laughs> I'd take it. I'd take it in a heartbeat. This film sucks. It yeah. sucks. It sucks in almost every avenue. And it doesn't even seem to try hard to not suck. It just is I, like, I, yeah. I, th- I think a lot of the movie for me is uh, it's not that it's stupid. It's just that it really is like not trying. It's super not try hard. And yeah. You know, talking about the first movie, like Tommy Lee Jones in the in the first movie, it's not just him, it's also him, but his character is written in in such a way that we're really trying. Mm-hmm. Like he's not just an old cop that right. we've seen a walk the bunch a long. bunch of times yeah. in a lot of other things. Yeah. He's like a very specifically like kind of world weary but like this world weary right right. Uh, and he's just seen it all done it all Mm -hmm. now he's got this new guy right and that character is in a way cut and paste from like a million other things yeah right sure but but it's also different enough and and he makes it different enough and it's written different enough that it can be you know this guy Mm -hmm. in this world and there's really none of that in this movie, yeah. I don't think. it. Like, all of the characters in this could literally just be in any other yeah. cop movie. Yeah. They're just right. the exact same <clears throat> yeah. person as the cop movie. And having Hemsworth tell you he's done a lot of stuff with this other alien mm-hmm. does not change that right right <laughs> because he just says i was at his sister's wedding or something right. like that does not make him magically <laughs> right. a character in this movie <coughs> yeah and you know so there's like a lot of it that's lazy and there's a lot of it that just doesn't try mm-hmm. which I just don't know why you make the movie then. Right. If you don't really have some cool idea, you know, if the only idea you have for making this movie is the, oh, surprise, the good guys are the bad guys and the bad guys are the good guys. No one's ever seen right. that before. Right. I mean, if, <laughs> right. if that's all, you need you, to see if, some if movies, that's yeah. all you've got, right. then why bother? If you're right. not going to, you know, they have like a scene early on it's weird because early on they start uh doing stuff because we're sort of establishing things even mm-hmm. though we're not really right. because we just assume you know what most of the stuff is right. and whatever yeah but they have like the subway and then the subway changes yep. and now the subway can you know go to the other side of the atlantic World ocean quick, in like yeah. five minutes or yeah. whatever um and so we're kind of going, look, the world is different than you think it is. And there's all this stuff. And then they just kind of abandon that. Yeah. Uh, and the only thing that's different about the world is we get pulled guns out of our car all day long. Right. <laughs> and right. that's what makes the world different. Right. And I just don't, I just don't get it. If, yeah. If, and the aliens, uh, I was massively disappointed with the aliens because in the first two movies, the aliens were kind of cool. They were great. They stole every scene they were in. In this movie, the aliens Mm -hmm. are put into the movie with like kind of some like random body part generator. Yeah. Where, where we just go, this guy's made of eyes and, and this guy has extra arms and right this is like a moth but only one arm creature you know right because two would be too typical right and yeah yeah, it's just it's so weird and they just they just don't really like try Mm -hmm. with it even to the extent that uh we get this uh part so we know that you know the the woman i forget what is she like m uh yeah molly uh yeah. yeah <clears throat> so when she's a child, she sees the alien and her, yeah. her parents get neuralized, but she doesn't or whatever. And then right. we have like, you know, the connection to this alien. Yeah. That kind of could have been cool. Sure. And it was, you know, 
the it was, it was most okay. simplistic yeah, it was version okay. of yeah. doing it, where is like, um, you know what's fun is when all our problems get solved by a cutesy <laughs> trick. Right. <laughs> like, right. Really? Is yeah. that what's cool though? Yeah. <laughs> and everything in the movie's like that. Everything it is. is uh, it's all. It's almost like uh, you know when Batman goes wrong, mm-hmm. like like especially in the TV show. Yeah, like, whatever the problem is, I magically have that on my belt. Right, and, and it turns I got out it, I, have, I knew it. Right. I have infinity things on my belt. <laughs> yeah, and this movie is just like, oh well, if there's a problem, then see magic, Men in Black, right. advanced universe. And, and at some point in the Men in Black movies, you kind of were okay with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because they kind of addressed it, right? The yeah. releasing of technology from yeah. alien worlds, and we have all this they advanced did. stuff, but you're not allowed to. Yep. In this movie, it's like, uh, you know, if the rest of the world, right, were in medieval times, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that much different. Right. <laughs> if if the right. Men in Black were just keeping the rest of civilization from having any technology right it wouldn't be that much different and it and that's weird yeah. it's weird when you see like uh you know little do you know that we have like a train tunnel that goes across the atlantic right. and every day you know somehow that would come up right the alien a lot of these aliens are like living in the regular world right like passing themselves off as regular people yeah and you know they're on like five different continents in one day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Twice. Maybe that might raise an eyebrow. Right. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. going to notice something. In in a film where you're like dealing with advanced technology, universal threats daily, you know, which is also part of what Tommy Lee Jones's jaded cynicism in the film was. He's like, the universe ends every week. We just stop it. Right. You know, there's very little that surprises or scares me here. So um, with all the fantastic curtains that you could pull back what they really do make a mistake of in this film that i thought was actually purposefully avoided in the others is just say well we can do whatever whenever because look at whatever is wherever right. you know like that right. kind of thinking of the universe is in these two bodies well then anything can happen we've got a gun that splits the universe i'm like actually no you don't you know and you shouldn't <laughs> right. you've got to have all these things and and the playfulness and the coyness like in the first movie when Will Smith is either delivering this baby and getting beaten by a tentacle creature or Tommy Lee Jones willingly walks forward to something that looks very threatening and it's just like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to get my gun because he knows I'm going to survive this, but he's going to eat me. Like there's fun risk. And in this film, like what you were saying earlier, they just, they, they play it too safe for a reason that doesn't make any sense. And it winds up, overly diluting what could have been just another entry. It, it didn't ever seem to me that there was anything in this film from the genesis of decisions, you know, okay, we'll make Chris Hemsworth the loose Will Smith character who's really off the cuff. And, you know, he is... And the un- new rookies, like he's the static... unfortunately kind of fun in this, except that it's just a waste of it. It's not... I feel like the lighting is different on him. He's almost the happy version of the guy you see... At the uh, oh god, what's the horrible film we just saw him in? We were dancing miserably. Uh, the <laughs> bad night at the El Dorado, or oh, what yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is the version of him before he got neuralized. Like he's he looks like he's constantly looking for a way to dance in every scene he's in. Okay. He's looking for a way to constantly unbutton his shirt too much. Like I, I like Chris Hemsworth. I don't I, think that see, he should try w- to channel. I would like, be okay if they would have done more with that than they did. Right. Because if ultimately the story is going to be that something happened to him. Yeah. Then and show that's me. why he's like that. Right. Can't take anything too then serious. You have to actually do that. Right. And they don't actually do it, but you can kind of you after the movie ends and you leave can kind of pull that out of I'm what doing happened, all the heavy right? lifting. But they don't really you know? do anything with it. Yeah. And and they they don't do anything with the bad guys right. in the movie, they're just like the boogeyman. Right. And they don't and explain anything about why they're so bad, what yeah. they've done, where where they're right. We have no intel on We anything. have one <laughs> moment we have one moment where there's actually like 
a good scene again where Hemsworth and Thompson are talking to each other after the case has been solved and the you know bullets are all put away and he's like actually maybe we got that wrong what if they did this right what if they were doing this what if we misunderstood this statement then the film actually has like a little bit of legwork it tried to wake me up but it was too late you know there's there's that notion it doesn't really do what it ought to do with that either it's um it's kind of funny because the the this movie should be like fun and wild and like the first movie where there's lots of stuff that you just don't notice or sure. pay attention to it, sure. right? And this movie, I just should not be as bored as I was. Yeah. And all that they do is uh, these guys make the earth move and, you know, they have weird making metal do what they want. Right. Those guys were really cool. They were. And somehow they could not make them as cool as they were, right? And it's they, weird. They didn't show you them mm-hmm. being as cool as they were. I- I've seen too many films. You know, one of the one of the things that was interesting about the first film, because you were talking about the aliens uh, that made me think of this. By the time Men in Black came out, it was 97, and we'd seen tons of Moss Eisley scenes. Everybody right, wants to put right, various right. aliens and all the aliens have to do something, and it never felt as contrived to a certain point in the film, the original Men in Black, where you're like, oh, that's the eyeball planet, or that's the only gas planet, so they walk around in bubbles or something weird. You saw an alien and you're like, wow, that was, that's really creative. Like right. whether it was someone pulling off a mask and their head is the size of a pin, right. you know, or there are five of them walking on each other's shoulders under a, like it just, there were all these things. And in this one, I see, I see the bullet train and I'm all I thought of, and I wasn't trying to, but all I thought of was like, okay, that's Hogwarts. Right. This is the Hogwarts Express. I see the twin dancer people and I'm like, well, that's just the ghosts from, the matrix film you know i'm like all the all that the, whole part when they're dancing was like the dumbest thing i've seen there's a in thing. quite a while because you're watching that scene and they start dancing and right do, and then everyone's backing away from them and right you're like but what why? the hell is going on what are they doing I, there's no point to this at all i don't know anything about it i meant to look it up just to satisfy the curiosity i suspect they were cast because somebody saw them twin brothers dancing right and they were like hey you could be these weird aliens we've got and they're like yeah sure we could do that and we'll even speed it up so it it just seemed like it seemed like there was one lazy uninterested self-absorbed decision after another that only got slightly pulled together because the cast is good yeah you know the cast i'm not gonna i'm not gonna really rip on them they did their job the story sucks the direction sucks the plot sucks. And and you know what was you know, what was really awful, like I was saying before, you just notice things in this movie mm-hmm. that you shouldn't because it's so boring. Uh, and especially, you know, when we get to the end of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. So the beginning of the movie, they're up top of the Eiffel Tower. <coughs> yep. And actually, speaking of the Eiffel Tower, I have to tell you, there's this part that's awesome when it's towards the end. They dr- they're driving their car. They pull up to the Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. right? They get out of the car and they look at the Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. right? And so I happened to just you were have, just been, there, in, have right. been in France, right? right? And I thought that scene was hilarious because they park the car, they get out, they <laughs> like right start there. walking, <laughs> they look at the Eiffel Tower, right? And I'm like, I know exactly where you are and the Eiffel Tower is to hell and gone from you. Like right, you're right. about to walk like 20 minutes uh-huh. to get up to yeah. <laughs> to get up to the Eiffel yeah, Tower. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why are you stopping there? Right. You're the men in black. Just right. like drive up the thing right. or whatever. It was yep. I was That's like funny. what I was like seriously, why are they stopping why are they you doing where this? you are? Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the movie, we go back to where we were uh-huh. at the beginning of of the movie. And that is really the most awful tragic shot that I've seen in a long time because you watch the the movie and they do this stuff Mm -hmm. at the beginning and then you go to the end, right? And you see them walk up like to the same place. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you bastards did not even move anything on this set. It's the same. This is like five minutes later. I saw this. (laughs) All they, they went cut on the first scene and then they went, okay, take your marks, move the other, move the girl. Remember you guys are old now. Yeah. Here we go. And they're like, go. <laughs> yep. Like, there is nothing different about that. I Even know. the top shot when they look down. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, everything I know exactly what you're thinking of. Everything is exactly the same. You uh-huh. can see, like, the same you can see light it. off of craft services from you the can. left over there. <laughs> it is the worst yeah. shot ever. I can't believe that they would not, you know, do 
knock something over right. or something. Tilt something. Supposedly been yeah. 10 years mm-hmm. since we were here. I thought that. Nothing has happened. You look at that scene and you know, okay, Liam Neeson was on set for three days. Right. Okay. And they did those and scenes they were like, so Dude, clearly. This is day back one. To back. And then we'll get half you done. Right. right. We right. have to give him another $200,000 <laughs> if he's, right. here, he's for here tomorrow. Day, so yeah. go. Right. It was so oh, awful watching that. And for that to be what happens at the end of your movie with yeah. like your big climax right. stuff happening where you can just see like it's superimposed over this mm-hmm. exact same it's the thing same happening. Thing. It's the same it, thing. That was awful. There's a small chance, just because I think of these things, there's a small chance we didn't see it in 3D. And I, no. and I was at times aware of the 3D-ness, like the things that they were going to do yeah, are but it, there. it wasn't bad. It really wasn't so bad. So that's at least Part of me wonders, bad. I actually strangely wonder if I had seen this in 3D, I might have given it another star. Yeah. Like I actually think it would be fun enough because of, it, it's interesting in this film, they don't seem to be pushing things at the screen. It's more pulling away from the screen. Right, right. And I think there's a layeredness. So again, like you said earlier, and I'll reiterate now, I can't suggest anyone go see this film. But if but you do. if you do, go in hard. Like, it's not, it's probably not going to be as exciting and pleasing as you think. But, but see maybe it see it in 3D. Spend more yeah. for it. Like, I'm not trying to punish the audience, but I kind of think that there's something there. Even though you forget, you know, I just, it, I mean, it's the stupidest thing to complain about. But they land in the desert on the space bike, and then they build a fire because it's just wood somewhere there's <laughs> right. no wood anywhere there's no wood in the bike you know we just need wood for a fire to have a scene that is supposed to be so important to the duality of them and actually winds and up being sort of for a while weird. And all that. like it doesn't yeah, in, in my mind in my mind because of the success of thor ragnarok when it came out and the way that they seemed in the screen i feel like this was just getting ready to be shot and some studio guy saw this and was like, "Hey, they could do Men in Black." There, but you know, like that, it's so weird. There's so many layers to how bad the I desert know. scene is, right? And they get trapped in the desert because their super bike thing right. breaks, right? Right. But all through, if we take all the rest of the movie and the mm-hmm. world that we live in with the Men in Black, if we're still in that world in the desert, then he just pulls a thing out of his shoe and they can fly right. him home. I right. mean. <laughs> You right. can't get stuck in the desert if you're the men in black. They no. would have something. Always something. Or at least they would have some way to call someone communicate with right. someone or or do yeah. something and Space not just cab. go, guess we live here now. Right. I mean like <laughs> right. what if you can't fix the motorcycle thing? Yeah. I mean there's I guess you die there. You know, right that now. part is just broken. It doesn't <laughs> matter if you have your yeah, sonic you, screwdriver. Like they didn't even have anything. They didn't, he, he and didn't if all even, you need is a spark plug and you're in the desert. You're going to die yeah. without a spark plug. I don't know. I don't know. It just, there's every once in a while, there are scenes in films that just stand out. And it I was, was just It was too that. goofy, but I still feel like, uh, you know, if that desert scene had been in the first one, mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't be as bad. But if that, you know, I would have rolled with it. Probably rolled with it. Because just, it, there was so much more fun happening. Yeah. And this one just, it just didn't have no. the fun. What like what's fun is watch the bike fly around and yeah. look at our cool car and they made the earth dance and it definitely is it definitely seems to be filling a f- film void for people that just don't know they can on demand or look for other films. Like right. it's there's a there's a weird thing that I see as I'm getting older where and I don't I'm not on my porch swinging my cane yet, but it, it feels like people are just so unsure that a film 10 or 20 years ago is going to be good or worth watching. So they'll remake it and it's nowhere near as good. It's like Ghostbusters. It's just stealing all the old jokes, but putting them in different people's mouths. And the problem is if anybody really did not see the original films and this is their introduction to that universe, it might seem interesting when you're walking around and all the aliens are in the main room of the men in black concierge right. you know when they're all moving about but they did that already and it was better and then everything else that makes the film better beyond that is better in the earlier films too so just take a minute and go to a red box or look on amazon prime or hulu or netflix or wherever you're watching stuff and just see if it's there and then watch it you know i remember i remember thinking like again when i came home and just started watching a few minutes of it and thought i'm not going to be able to take any more men in black i've had my fill 
And I was just kind of having fun. I kind of wanted to watch more, even though I knew it wasn't the best solid entry. But anyway, <laughs> it's just, anyway. it was strangely disappointing for a film that I didn't have any aspirations for. It was just a reminder of like what they're doing sometimes with yeah. films. So this, this basically is a movie, uh, not that we need to talk about it anymore, but this basically is a movie that should have had like five or six out of me. Yeah, me too. Uh, At least. Easily. Yeah. I don't know how much better than that it was ever gonna gonna yeah. do unless it was wildly different. Right. But <clears throat> I should have been able to go to just say, you know what, average, have, have fun, yeah, have a good go time, to the movies, and uh, instead of stay away, yeah, and like, or you know, go see it but spend twice as much for three D. So <laughs> yeah, all right, uh, that's about as much as what I can babble dog. about that movie. Yeah. Toy Story Four is next week. When's the last time you saw a Toy Story film? We're super excited for that. I'm not going to watch them all. I can remember most of them, but I especially remember Uh, the last one. The third one's pretty solid. I I remember the third one. Because you got kids, Uh, but. I didn't love the third one as much as everybody else. I know. Um, You know, it's been a little while, actually. Yeah, because it's been a long time since since I've seen it. I've rewatched any of them. Um, It's it's been. I think I've only watched Toy Story 2 like maybe a couple of times. Yeah, I've seen Toy Story a, a, a bunch. Yeah. And Toy Story 3, I think twice. Yeah. But Toy Story 2, I might have only seen once. Yeah, I don't know. But already people are talking about this one being like the best one. Okay. Of well, any of them. who knows? So but we'll see. But every, I'm nervous. Everyone run out I'm a little this nervous, weekend yeah. to the theaters. Yeah. And uh, we will see you next week. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.